pleased to bring you our feature presentation. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the Parish Pump Podcast. Councillor Dermot Daisy O'Brien is with you as always. And I don't know of any podcast around at the moment that isn't somehow referencing the strange and unusual and challenging times that we are in. And maybe like many other podcasts, I'm going to reference the COVID-19 pandemic scenario. And it's something that has stimulated my mind in a big way. Uh, and in particular, the mirror that COVID-19 has placed in front of us. And that's something uh, that I want to talk about um, in terms of the roles that we play in life and the challenge at the moment of how we manage that in such a, a lockdown scenario where um, we really are wondering who, you know, on, on a deep level, maybe, or maybe on a conscious level, who are we beneath all of our roles? And if we are, don't have possibilities to play them out on the daily which is what happens in usual times, then what impact is that having on us? Um, this even, the, the idea of who am I beneath my roles is something that actually I remember getting, uh, I had this deck of cards with empowering questions. Um, and I have, uh, anyone who knows me, knows that I have this uh, mini obsession with these kind of cards that are, that help us to reflect and reveal uh, who we are, or what's going on for us. Um, but this particular card struck me in the moment uh, when I when I was flicking through and it said, who are you beneath all of your roles? And I had this moment of, but oh, there is nobody beneath all of my roles. I am the, the combination of all my roles because I live my roles and they are they are who I am. Um, and I found myself kind of thinking about it and it really struck me that if I strip away all of my roles, what will be revealed to me um, and that kind of came back into my head this week because well over the last couple of weeks because this COVID-19 pandemic situation is really shifting the the rules of engagement in terms of our daily lives um, and what I'm wondering is <clears throat> what roles do I generally play and we may not think about it, but every day we play different roles throughout the day, depending on where we are, who's in front of us, what are circumstances. And they're all about the stories that we play out in our mind or how we frame situations that we are in and what role we're going to play in that situation. And it's, you know, it all happens obviously very fast in the mind. And it's kind of linked to this sense, this idea of archetypes and that there are defined roles and we, we, they, we are programmed to understand them kind of on a deep level. Um, but in our daily interactions, we play them out uh, according to our own needs, desires, or sense of self, uh, or how we've been programmed uh, ourselves. Um, so I, I'm wondering um, if I have no outlet to play my roles, then how is that impacting on who I am, on my identity? You know, if we, if, if the, you know, the role that I play in my work spaces or the roles that I play, depending on who I'm working with, uh, what's happening, what's my responsibility at the time, uh, the role I play at lunchtime in work, the role I play in college, the roles that are played within families, uh, depending on who you're with and what's going on, uh, the roles we play in our social lives, if we're out at the weekend, 
um, who, what identity am I assuming when I'm in a bar or in a nightclub or in a cafe? Um, you know, the, the my physical health me um, when I'm out doing my power walk or I'm in the gym or I'm playing for my team. Um, what roles am I assuming when I'm in those situations? And relationships, like my, you know, what roles are we playing in our current relationships and how do they play out? Uh, in normal times when we have all these other things going on and we have we've kind of found this balance within our relationships for time spent together and what we do and how we do it and how we manage children in that scenario or cohabiting or whatever you know whatever level your relationship is at or if you're out there looking for the one um, and exploring relationships and um, how what the roles you play in those scenarios um, and then the fact that you can't do that now, um, even people in spiritual life, the the role of uh, that you play when you're connecting with others or when you're sharing the space of worship or um, the arts, if you're a performer, um, whether that's um, theatre or music or writing or art. And then all the random stuff like the, the who, who am I when I get on the bus every day or when I, you know, engage with someone in a cafe. And, and these are all kind of roles that play out every single day of our lives. Um, and I just find myself wondering now, um, what, how do I, with, in the absence of all the, that role playing, because I'm in my home with three other people, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, how is that impacting on me? Um, how does it impact on my energy levels? Um, and yeah, I can imagine, I can still connect with people. Obviously that's doable. Um, but the energy and uh, the brain waves that are connected with human engagement are um, in the physical sense, when you're making eye contact, when you're getting the sweats because you're under pressure to do a presentation or, or talk at a team meeting or go to a meeting about a potential job offer. Um, you know, all the physical symptoms associated with human engagement um, with strangers or people you vaguely know or people you like and um, they are all absent now um, and in their absence you know as I said at the beginning what mirror is being put in front of us in terms of revealing then who am I without all those things because my only reference point now is who am I in the four walls of my of my house with my immediate family and for some people out there it's who am I within the four walls of my house alone um, and I really f wonder, is there an opportunity in there uh, or is that just too terrifying? Like, who, you know, to, when I do strip away the roles, who am I? Is there a chance now for me to really explore um, what I truly value? And if, if I take away my visits to cafes and my the superficial things I do in my daily life, my consuming, my, you know, at the moment we're reevaluating what's important to us. Um, and when and it's not because we are choosing to, it's because things are being taken away. Um, and I really wonder how that's playing out for people. Um, what do we truly value? What is truly important to us now? And how do we live those values? And it feels like um, that we are reminding ourselves of the value of, of family and the value of even the home that you're in, if you have one. Um, and within all of that, there is this, for me, there's this fascinating risk. And I'm seeing it playing out at the moment. Um, because if we're 
if the risk is that we're going to be faced with this stranger when all the roles are stripped away and you're looking in the mirror and it's like, who, who am I? Who is this dude? Um, and because, and on some level in my, in, for me, on some level, the fear of that possibility is causing us to scramble online. It's like we're uploading ourselves to the online reality now. And we're, we're desperately doing that because that's now where we exist. And it's almost like, you know, we're telling ourselves that we are adapting, we are evolving, but is there, um, are we, are we, is there this fear that if we, if I can't play my roles out in the online space, then, you know, I was thinking the other day, imagine the internet was switched off now. Um, what would that do to us? Um, if we, if we all of a sudden, everyone lives in zoom or in Microsoft teams, um, and if we weren't doing that, where would we be? Um, and I really, and within all that, uh, you know, wondering, um, I find myself going back to the archetypes and, and the importance of these ancient, this ancient sense of who we are and what roles we play. And I always look at the archetypes, the 12 archetypes, as if it was like a soundboard um, in, a, in a gig and all the 12 dials for moving up and down the volume because we are, the 12 roles are available to us, but we kind of, we play them at different levels depending on what's happening or, or perhaps depending on how much we understand them. Um, but I really think the better we un, un, understand them now, I, th I think if we activate them, then there's a, a huge opportunity to come out the other side of this COVID-19 pandemic and maybe take a more conscious role about how we will live our values um, going forward. And I really, you know, the idea of understanding the 12 archetypes and then choosing how we move the dial uh, according to what's happening at the moment, I think will be amazing for for anyone across the, the globe. And let me just even give you a quick sense of what I mean by the 12 archetypes and they all have a name and, and there's these qualities associated with them. Um, and now they're much deeper than what I'm going to explain to you because there's the there's there's the dark side of the archetypes. There's the how the archetype how you are in a journey of life within the archetypes. But what I want to do is just give you a sense of them, so that maybe in your mind you're activated then and you can tap into the archetype. Uh, you might recognize yourself there in terms of the one you play the most, um, but you might also recognize where you want to give some energy. And maybe up the dial a little bit or down the dial uh, a little bit. So here are the 12 archetypes. Um, the first one is the innocent. And that is about optimism and hope and trust. So when we are playing the role of the innocent, um, we look to others. And we have this positive sense of the world and we're optimistic about the future. And within that, there is hope. Um, and I think the innocent um, is is people go there naturally at the moment I think because there's a sense of fear um, and we have no control about what's happening so we need to trust someone else and we want to place our trust in those who are taking the responsibility for big decisions um, but within the innocent role there is an optimism and a hope um, and the you know without that I think it will be I think that's a huge challenge at the moment for many people that if they can't tap into their innocent 
archetype, then they might struggle. Um, the second one is the orphan, and the orphan is about, again, somebody um, who is, understands what it means uh, to be real, to look at life with a realism. The orphan is resilient because they can manage change and and tough times. And yet at the same time, the orphan understands interdependence. It understands the connection between us all. Um, and within that, again, the orphan has a strong sense of empathy. Um, so super important uh, at the time, at, at this time, that, that we have people tapping into that archetype. After the orphan is the warrior, and the warrior is about courage and determination and this uh, sense of heroic behavior. Um, and that's kind of split at the moment. I think there are not many opportunities um, to, to really embody the warrior out there. Um, and I referenced it before um, a couple of weeks ago, ago about this idea of people tapping into their warrior in a negative way and saying, I am not afraid of this disease. I am going out there. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, and that's not really uh, effective uh, warrior behavior at the moment. The warrior now is about maybe having the courage to stay at home and having the courage for the, the real warriors, as I've said before, um, are the ones who are on the front lines and really taking on the the, the, the battle against this pandemic. Um, the next one is the caregiver. Um, and again, it's something I think that's been activated in us. Um, this sense of the caregiver, is the, their positive qualities, their, this sense of community and compassion and generosity. And in the normal times of um, fulfilling your roles and going to work and doing your thing and acquiring wealth and paying your bills and uh, trying to raise a family or trying to do all the things, um, we often the caregiver often gets dialed down a lot and almost gets um, muted. And I think at the moment um, there's an absolutely huge opportunity to reactivate the caregiver. And I think it's happening naturally with so many people. Um, but it's an important archetype. Um, the next one is the seeker. And the seeker is having a tough time at the moment because the seeker is about ambition and autonomy and being looking after yourself and going out looking for adventure and exploring all the possibilities. Um, and that feels a little bit confined at the moment. I imagine those who have strong sense of the seeker at the moment feel very trapped. Um, but we also need the seekers to imagine the possibilities for the future and a, and especially a changed future. Um, after the seeker is the lover, and that's someone who is really um, wrapped up in this, in the importance of love, and they have a passion. Um, they're strong on commitment and enthusiasm. Um, and that's again about this love for life, for humanity, for nature. Um, and I suppose, again, if we can tap into that, um, in this evolving and changing scenario and it becomes an, an anchor for the future of the human race even um, <clears throat> if we rediscover that archetype um, and play it out in a positive way I think it it could transform us um, the next one is the rebel um, and the rebel is in many ways again important because the rebel embraces change can, can handle it can handle any change that you throw at them they look for change um, they are the revolutionaries 
um, they're willing to take a chance to go all out. Um, they're comfortable with letting go. Um, if that's what needs to be done, then that's what needs to be done. And they'll push the boundaries and challenge us. Um, and again, when that's healthy, that can be really, really valuable. Um, when it's not healthy, it can be very destructive. So the rebel, again, similar maybe to the warrior, but the rebel is more when, you know, the rebel is the one who goes outside despite the pleas to stay inside. The rebel is the one that is indifferent uh, about all the emotive messages about why you should comply and why you should do what you're told. Um, they instinctively reject that. Um, so they can be... Uh, they can struggle at the moment as well because there's a there is a level we're in this phase of compliance um and that really could really challenge the identity of those who are strong in the rebel archetype and um, the next one is the creator and that's a huge archetype again with creativity vision imagination again someone who can be the architect of a, of a different future or, you know, people who can redesign um, and reframe perhaps uh, how we do live our lives after this uh, fundamental shift. Um, the one after that now is the ruler. Um, and that's, again, we're coming to a phase where they're, you know, that archetype is about taking control, being in charge, taking responsibility, uh, understanding how the systems work, you know, and, and again, let me, an example, the best example I would give is uh, somebody who works in the health service or someone who's who understands infectious diseases or pandemics. We need rulers in there who will take control, understand their responsibility, and then use the systems in place um, to make sure that if people are sick or if people need intensive care or if we need more beds or if um, a hotel needs to be transformed into something else, <clears throat> the ruler is, is key because it's a scenario um, when there's a pandemic. Uh, it's not a case of having committee meetings and doing some doing maneuvering and navigating and looking for consensus and trying to keep everyone happy. Um, it's really about kind of understanding those who understand the systems um, take responsibility for how we maneuver and navigate them there's three more the next one is the magician and magician is about transformation and it's about tapping into the the spirit of healing um, and I think again that will be important um, after the this pandemic passes because we need to tap into this sense of transformation and within that if we don't have healing um, then we're going to suffer this for uh, for a long time, I think. Um, and in the next one after the magician um, is the sage. And the sage is uh, where we go for wisdom. And the sage is, uh, you know, about knowledge. They are healthily skeptic because they've lived uh, maybe a long time or they really have a good sense of what's happening, what's playing out, and they can look at all their perspectives Um what I fear at the moment most about this pandemic is that we are losing our sages. Um, this particular virus is is um, affecting our our elders more so than everyone else, in to a to, to a very large degree. Um, so I I think that our sages are feeling are feeling this more than others, and those who are watching and suffering the the death of some of our elders. <clears throat> 
Um, that's that's a worry that if we lose you know a high a high portion of our say to those who have lived tough times before, those who understand what it means to come out the other side and to rebuild and to use their wisdom and knowledge um to support us to rebuild, they are um without question critical to to any future. And the final one is the jester. Um, and I see a lot of that again online at the moment and it's really important because the jester taps into the humour, the joy, they look for uh, living in the moment um, and that's really important for us that we have an opportunity to do that, that we don't feel guilty uh, when we're doing that. It's okay to laugh during a pandemic, it's okay to make jokes um, and I really think that the, the jester role, um, when appropriate, can really make a difference. So that's me and that's all the archetypes um, and I really hope that people have an opportunity to introduce themselves to themselves in this time but don't be afraid to look in the mirror and really have a think about who you are, uh, what you're missing at the moment um, but who you intend to be when all this passes. Take care everybody. Sniff loins if the life of crime stuck in the